Tonight's breaking bond, a 20-year-old accused of aggravated robbery violates his bond conditions more than a thousand times and gets rewarded for it. Do you ever see a headline or hear somebody mention a story or introduce a story in the way that we just heard it from that clip right there and think, no, not possible. That's clearly and obviously an exaggeration. They making stuff up. They're just trying to gin up some hysteria because that can't possibly be true. Well, unfortunately... You're not the crazy one. The city of Houston is absolutely crazy because not only is it true, but it turns out the only complaint that the judge has about this person's behavior who violated their bond conditions a thousand and forty three different times is that she couldn't weaken the conditions even more. Yes, this is insane. Yes, we're going to go over it. But before we get into that, on Saturday, April 15th of this year, I'm going to be in Austin, Texas at the Vulcan Gas Company for the Minds Fest. Now, I'm not a speaker at this event. There are tons of speakers and personalities you've likely heard of, like Daryl Davis, Jack Pazobic, Destiny, a whole bunch of others. And this is the theater where Joe Rogan does stand-up, so I know for a fact they're trying to bring him in to at least appear at the event. But regardless, come out, meet me, enjoy the event, see the content creators you know and love, have some moments and all that it's going to be fun link in the description for where you can get tickets yeah caroline now according to court documents edwin maldonado spent many months thumbing his nose at what he was ordered by the court to do his punishment for that is more like a prize you got someone who was rewarded for being a failure and this guy was a failure over 1,000 some odd times. First, 20-year-old Edwin Maldonado gets a felony charge for drug possession. A few weeks later, he's charged with aggravated robbery with a deadly weapon. He makes his $30,000 bond and walks out of jail. So I need to emphasize for the second time so you guys can understand it, that there is no exaggeration here. He failed. He committed a crime. He was arrested for that crime. He then commits another crime. gets a $30,000 bond. And then he is allowed to violate the conditions of that bond over a thousand times and he gets rewarded for it. Also, looking at his mugshot, this is definitely a questionable individual. I know that I can't really throw my Latino brothers under the bus because that one guy on Twitter one time accused me of being a Latino supremacist of all things, but this guy is—he's not—he's not not the most supreme person. If you, if you catch my drift, his, uh, his his eye contact looks a little dubious. I'm a little worried about this guy, and I probably would put him on a million dollar bond just by looking at that mugshot. But I certainly have had clients hauled back into court on uh, violations that are maybe two or three uh, times you know, that have been alleged. Associate Judge Tiffany Hill presided over a bond revocation hearing for Maldonado. So this is actually one of the key factors to how this person is getting out, and it's this judge in particular. She has a reputation for time and time again going soft on criminals. In fact, there are a lot of people who get arrested and get charged initially with a capital homicide, which is a homicide that you're eligible for the death penalty for, that end up being released and reoffend under the watch of Tiffany Hill. Now, they have one of these left-wing district attorneys, but to be clear, the district attorney office in this case even they think okay a thousand times a little ridiculous so they wanted the bond violated so this person could go back to jail for obvious reasons i mean you're you're not abiding by your rules and conditions period and god knows what he was doing when he wasn't where he was supposed to be 
According to court documents, Maldonado failed to comply with any of his bond conditions for eight months. According to his GPS monitor, he left his curfew zone 847 times. I mean, look, if you're going to break the rules, you might as well break 100% of the rules. Over the course of eight months of him being out, of him being out on bond with certain conditions, he complied with precisely, and let me round this number up so it can be as high as possible, zero of those conditions. He did no compliance at all. They have an ankle monitor. He's supposed to stay within a specific zone, but he violated his curfew zone 847 times. Again, going for broke over the course of this eight-month period. Was called 453 times about his whereabouts. So when you violate the conditions of where you're supposed to be, they're supposed to give you a call, figure out what's going on, and they did that process 453 times. But of course, this is just the curfew violations and the phone calls. We haven't even gotten into the overall number of GPS monitoring violations. And had more than 1,000 GPS monitor violations. Over a thousand times, 1,043 to be exact. I've never seen that in my life. In my 27 years, I've never seen anything like that. And I had never heard of it until you brought it up to me today. A thousand and forty-three times this guy violated his GPS zone. And you have experts who have been in the field, who have been involved in the bond system in Texas, in Houston in particular, who say that they haven't seen this nearly 30 years on the job. It seems like it should be impossible because obviously it should be. One of the reasons why you're releasing somebody with the monitoring is because you believe that they're not a threat but you're not 100% sure so you want them to be contained within a specific area so you know where they are so you know that they're not harming people this guy for eight months had over a thousand gps violations a thousand and forty three and nothing was done about it so he could be out there committing more crimes selling more drugs hurting more people doing all the things that the monitoring is supposed to prevent him from doing if you just enforce it the first time let alone the 1,043rd time. But again, this story is about to get so much worse. For documents state, Judge Hill found the state proved by a preponderance of the evidence the defendant violated his bond conditions. The judge then actually lowered the original bond from 30000 to 5000 I feel like I'm being pranked right now. Like some jerk off 20 year old is going to jump out of the closet and say, it's just a prank, bro. It's just a prank, bro. No big deal, because that's how absurd this actually is. The judge has a bond hearing eight months later, 1,043 violations. The judge determines during that bond hearing that this guy 100% or by the preponderance of the evidence, so more likely than not, violated the conditions of his bond. You're supposed to revoke bond or raise the level of bond in these circumstances, but instead she decides to cut the bond from $30,000 to five thousand dollars so she's like well you violated the conditions of your release a thousand times people who are experts in the field say they've never seen something like this in the 30 years that they've been on the job so what i'm gonna do is reward that behavior because i'm gosh darn impressed by the fact that over the course of eight months you've managed to be compliant with the conditions of your bond zero percent of the time and that's something that i think needs to be rewarded because i am a left-wing progressive judge and why would i hold any criminals accountable in fact i'm somebody who releases murder Murderers, people who are up for the death penalty 
early because, you know, that's that's what I want to do because, you know, I, I wouldn't want to criminalize poverty. I mean, this guy, he might look like the most Aladdin of all the Aladdins that we've seen. And, you know, he was probably just trying to, you know, feed feed his family. You, you know what I mean? I can tell you that that is a very rare decision for any judge to make, having found that someone was in violation of their bond, but then leaving them on bond. Normally, um, a judge will, would find that they're in violation and either raise it, uh, double it, or evoke it. I like how this lady with the glasses is telling the obvious to the local news. She's like, well, normally when you uh, violate the conditions of the privilege of your release, uh, you don't get rewarded for that in the criminal justice system. Normally, when you do something that warrants punishment, it would be logical to think that there would be punishment that would follow. And uh, that's not typically how this is supposed to work. I'm confused. I'm sure you're confused. Everybody's confused, except for the judge who honestly thinks that this guy is the victim of circumstances i mean he just gosh darn it had to commit those aggravated assaults and all those crimes and violate the conditions of his bond a thousand times because oh my god he's he's so so such an innocent angel the da's office asked 230th criminal district court judge chris morton to reconsider or modify the associate judge's ruling and revoke or raise Maldonado's bond. Morton agreed with Hill that bond should be lowered to five grand. So just when you thought that this was one rogue judge, one radical progressive that just loves the criminals oh so much, and honestly, it would be corrected at the next rung of our criminal justice system, you get the gut punch and you get reminded that Houston is an island of blue amongst the red state that is Texas, and all the way top to bottom, they have these woke pro-criminal people. So this guy not only agreed with the judge that this guy shouldn't be in jail, he also agreed with the lowering of the bond. But it actually gets worse. I don't know what kind of message that you're sending but i don't think this is obviously in the best interest of public safety look i appreciate the people who are exposing this who are highlighting this who are pointing out how absurd this is but i don't think they have the appropriate tone in response to this this guy's like i'm not sure what kind of message uh the the houston is trying to send right here when this guy violates his uh bond a thousand times and they just uh release him i'm not, I'm not sure what they're going for there i think and and call me crazy call me a conspiracy theorist that they might actually be pro-criminal, that they might actually not be interested in justice, that they actually might not care about the fact that this guy violated his bond a thousand times, has a violent history, all manner of problems, and maybe they don't actually care about delivering any form of justice. Judge Tiffany Hill wanted to give Maldonado a personal recognizance bond, but state law prohibits that for an aggravated robbery charge. Just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, it just got worse. Hill, apparently didn't even want to lower it to just $5,000. She wanted to release him on his own recognizance, which means you just release him, no conditions, except show up to court pretty please. But the state of Texas fortunately says if you commit an aggravated robbery, which by the way is a robbery with a weapon or with violence or with serious threats of violence, then you have to hold them on something. So the judge essentially lowered it to the lowest possible amount. But she's such a radical left-wing progressive 
aggressive, she let it be known that she would just dump this guy out on the streets, no problem. Even after eight months of violations, she would say, you're free, free as a bird, no big deal. Honestly, we're sorry to you that we told you you weren't allowed to rob anybody because obviously, and you all know where I'm going with this, this man is an Aladdin and honestly, we should respect him. Every single day, I feel like I'm coming across a story like this and it could be from any part of the country because in reality, the left wing is making progress on criminal justice issues at every level. Every single day, we have people getting out of prison more than going in. Every single day, we have activist judges, activist district attorneys refusing to hold criminals accountable, refusing to prosecute them, downgrading charges, releasing them or allowing them to violate the conditions of their release all based on this belief that in reality the criminals are the victims and the people actually being victimized don't matter, they don't need a voice, they're not interesting to talk about, and they shouldn't even be paid attention to. You have to fight back against it. You have to call your representatives. You have to get on board in these local election campaigns, figure out what these people stand for, and I'm talking judges, district attorneys, and all of that, and realize that no matter where you are in the United States of America, you are are vulnerable to a candidate being flooded with cash by all these so-called criminal justice reform organizations in order to put the policies in place that undermine our law and order. But hey, those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you like the video, show them by leaving a like, subscribe for more content, follow me on all my social medias, support me via the support links in the description of this video. This has been me talking about an insane story out of Houston. Till next time.